Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Crypto Gods. And today I have a different um, co-host. His name is Mackenzie. Um, or rather, why did, I, why, why did I why did I make sure you're there? I should have allowed you to now. introduce yourself. I don't know. I'm also one of the gods. You know, I thought that um, when you because when we were uh, in the in the in the inaugural episode, we were thinking about the name. Crypto gods or Bitcoin gods or not to even have gods in the name. Yeah. Because obviously some people are going to be like, what the heck is wrong with these people? That's why I love so, the name. Uh, yeah. So that, That's that, why I love yeah, the I, name. I was, about, I was about to say that I was, I was surprised that you liked the name. Oh, dude. I love I loved the name. <laughs> Provocative, man. isn't it? Ah. <laughs> it's like you, when you look at a name, the first thing you would want to do is want to listen to what we have to say because you're like, how dare they? Do you, know, do you know what it means to be a god? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're calling yourself a god. Crypto gods are that. I want to listen to what you guys have to say. Because <laughs> everybody wants to be like god. Yeah. Everybody wants to be like god. Yeah, so guys, today we have a different co-host. Um, normally it's uh, Minok and myself. Um, but today um, we have Mackenzie here with us. Mm-hmm. And um, moving on, he'll probably will be participating more. And, you know, just to give us um, different insights, different views. And yeah. even in the future, um, as we as we get better, we're going to start having um, other people that would be coming in to so that we get get that different perspective about things. But yeah, even at that, we're always gonna keep it talking about cryptocurrencies and predominantly bitcoins because yes. bitcoins has you know changed everything. So today's topic, yes. today what we're going to be talking about is bitcoin adoption and its societal implications. That's it. That's the topic for our conversation today. Yeah. Hopefully it's not gonna be too long. But if it's too long, we appreciate your time. We, we, we are just flowing. Yeah, we are just flowing. We you know, flow with us. Time. Flow yeah. with us. If it's you too know. long. We appreciate your time. And yeah, yeah let's just so Mackenzie. Um, without further ado, what do you think about Bitcoins in general? I don't, like, the the way we're going to uh, tackle this topic, I'm not going to be asking you questions or anything. Like, I will have, want to have a conversation about what you've noticed. Okay. You know? um, so what do you think about Bitcoin in particular? Well, well, well I think... From, I think the, from the time you heard I, about Bitcoins I, I, till I today. I think, I'll be very honest. So, um, I've heard about Bitcoin for a long time ago, but when I actually jumped on board, was quite recent where I became like a fanatic. I became almost like an evangelist of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because, um, well, it's the same thing. I suppose it's the same thing. There's a lot of people like myself out there that don't really know much about Bitcoins and they don't really know much about cryptos. I mean, they've heard the word Bitcoin and cryptos, obviously, because these are words that, uh, you know, it's being spoken all over the place. But, you know, a lot of them don't even understand what it's all about. And I was once upon a time like that. I think I jumped on Bitcoin properly um, from 2019. I was moved, yeah. You're a noob. That's it, that's it, that's it. Oh, oh, is that what it is? I think that's what they call it, yeah, Yeah. in the the crypto space. Oh, but trust me, trust me. With the amount of things that I've I've been reading, I've been learning, and I've been participating, because the most important aspect of it, it's it's your participants, being a partaker of of the movement. And yeah, right now, I, like when I say a fanatic, like everyone that I see, I'm like, listen, how many bitcoins have you got? <laughs> Straight away, how many bitcoins have you got? Because if we look at what's going on right now, especially with the war, the war is a prime example of why you should buy bitcoin. Yeah, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not, I don't, ha- I'm not taking any sides, whether it's Ukraine or Russian. But then 
because I know there are some Russians too that are against the war, but put it in their perspective. These people have got currencies, but these currencies don't, don't, don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Just like this. Yeah, overnight. Just like that, overnight. Overnight. Businesses are collapsing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Businesses that only have their trust in fiat mm. are collapsing big time. And it's like, okay, this shows how fragile we all are that are trusting in a centralized system whereby anything can just change. Look at inflation, how inflation is going up. Mm. Look at that. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So if you're not moved to get into Bitcoin, right now it's your time, you know, get into Bitcoins whilst, or cryptos, some cryptos that you're interested in. Just research them, get into them because you've got nothing to lose, only to gain. Right now, with fiat, you stand more chances of losing. If right now they said, okay, you know what? Russia goes, Russia goes to Poland, for example. Yeah. And then there's war. Automatically, everything that we have, all the assets that we have in UK, all of a sudden belongs to the government and yeah. they want to use that. And yeah. then what, they, what do they, we do they, then? They, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 I think you and I, funny enough, you and I had this conversation in December. Yeah. And then we're talking about how it could be the curb, it, it could be the only solution to inflationary um, pleasure. Um, I say pleasure. Um, pressure. <laughs> <laughs> pressure that we have um, yeah. that we have in the West. Yes. You know, because then um, they could create, a, I mean, this is almost on the sphere of conspiracy theory but it's like think about it they've inflated the value out of proportion yeah and yes they could decide oh we are going to increase interest rates it's not going to carb it it's not going to solve it it's it's not going to it's like it's like um, a drop in the ocean to what they've done you understand listen so the only solution the only solution remember that that conversation the only solution would be for them to create um, some, some sort of war that everybody would be like, yes, we have this bad person. Do you, do you, know, do you, know, do you know what was funny, yeah? When I, when I came today, I came here to say that, okay, this guy that I'm speaking to called Bucci is a prophet. Because <laughs> 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 before this whole war, literally what he just said, before this whole war, um, you, know, you know, came out, we, we literally had a conversation. I, I think about... Two months ago. Yeah, two, three months ago. Three months. December. It was Christmas period. It was December. We had had a conversation. You know, Christmas dinner and all of that. I'm just telling you, hmm, I feel like these people are going to, we're going to have a world war or something like that. To be honest, the only problem, you know, I I understood what you said, but it was so hard to kind of like understand it. Reason being of, you know, when you think about war, you think about, okay, technology, mm. how advanced we are generally in our general lives in society, your phone, your, your television, everything is extremely advanced. You start thinking about what about military weapons, you know, and are we, are, especially now in, our, in a society where we are kind of promoting togetherness, mm. you know, let's be one, let's mm. be united, you know, how... To, to start a war will be something that will be heavily frowned upon mm. with social media that we have going on, especially like look at most of the news that we are getting, we're getting it from the main people who are sending their videos through social media, mm. you know. So with all the technology that they have, I, I just couldn't imagine, you know, someone using like an extreme technology to kind of like destroy another country. So mm. to do war or to go to war, it's like, okay, but now look at it. It was, it was unforeseeable. It's it unfor- exactly. Unforeseeable. I could not see it. Mm. I could not see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 like I said, what I was looking at, I was, I was thinking about China. Yeah. That, was, what was, that was what I was thinking about. I was thinking Probably about Taiwan. China. I was thinking about China with Taiwan. But not only that, China has the highest debt. They, they, they own 
the highest number of US debt. Yeah. Highest value of US debt. Like I I don't know the actual figure, but someone like if you are listening to this, just do how much of US debt does China own? They own the highest in the world. Yeah. So and we are going into another cycle because the world moves in cycles. According yeah. to um, this billionaire hedge fund uh, manager, Ray Dalio, that, that's yeah. where I got the idea of the world moving in a cycle. Okay. So if the world moves in a cycle and you own debt of a currency that has been inflated beyond your control, how do you change everything? How do you reset everything? The only way you can reset something is to in find a way to cause... Some, such a, some, some sort of unrest. Mm-hmm. And then when you cause that unrest, there will be a great reset. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have the advantage because China on paper has the advantage, you yeah. know, right now. Like if you, if you look at it, if you don't understand how, like if you, if you just look at it from, uh, from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. you look at China, oh, they manufacture everything. Exactly. The, the, um, the whole, that's that's the big thing. World, the, yeah. global supply chain. They are monopoly. Yeah, global supply. They are monopoly. Glo- the global supply, ch- uh, supply chain is re- reliant on them. Yeah. You understand? So they control all of this and they have the highest number, they have the highest, um, they own the highest um, US debt. Yeah. Um, dollar debt. So what do you think happens with that? Oh, let's cause a geopolitical event that would be so bad, you know, that would enable us to say, okay, we can then reset because then the debt that we own won't, what, won't be a debt anymore. Yes. You understand? Yeah. yeah. It won't be a debt anymore. Yeah. You know, because the, the, the people that would have called the debt, that would have told you, oh, you have to pay us this X amount of money or this, yeah. we have to counterbalance and all of that. They are busy fighting, fighting a war. Yeah. So, and then also, don't forget, the assets of the public also is back to the government. Exactly. Again. But then the, the main issue that I have is that, you know, these are the times that the government will actually push in policies, new mm, policies. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a reset. I, you, know, you know what I found out? I found out that passports that we use today, yeah. the, the, idea, the idea behind passports only started after the Second World War. Really? Yes. And then they push, they push out, the, you know, some, some of these um, regulations, or I'll call it of rule. Yeah. Now, it's now a common thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's now a commonality yeah. that when you go to another country, you have to present your passport. That, is that was not the case before. It was wow. after the Second World War that the passport... passport. So, it, this whole thing that is happening, the geopolitical events that we are witnessing today, some, some, some things are going to come out of it. And then those things are going to become a norm, whether yes. you like it or not. Yeah. You understand? And it might not necessarily be... We, we, we are now, I'll say, the middle-aged generation, Jigam mm. say. The younger generation, they would come and they would meet that already. Exactly. As a so it becomes a normal thing for yeah. them because it's, it's just by reading that I understood that yo the passport passport does, was not like yeah. a thing before. You, you always for oh when I'm traveling you use passport. You need to, you need to grab your passport yeah. for you to travel. Yeah. So yeah. So so when I was talking about well, I was talking about China, you know. But then unbeknownst to me and to all of us, um, Russia was already planning something else. And now, the, 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 f- the very important thing that everybody needs to understand is it's not even about taking sides, Mm-mm. but think about the confiscation, businesses, billionaires, millionaires, people that are, they are planning, they have business aspirations and things that yeah. they've been doing, yeah. people that have created value over years, yeah. that this whole thing has you know, kind of messed up all their plans. Yeah. Um, uh, just today... The UK government confiscated everything owned by Abramovich. Abramovich is yes. the owner, or was the Chelsea. owner of Chelsea FC, the yeah. football club. They confiscated everything that he owns. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, they, 
Chelsea Football Club, they said that he can't, like, even if, there's, even if they find a way to sell it, yeah. he's not going to take the proceeds. Yeah. So his money, his assets, everything which, has been confiscated. Which, which to, to me, is a massive bullshit. Yeah. It's a massive it, it, yeah, we are going to get into that. Yeah. You, you know, everything has been confiscated, confiscated. And I could remember um, some few years ago, like when, when, I, when, I, when I started understanding Bitcoins was like mm. 2017. Yeah. But I was going to take it as a speculative asset because yeah. obviously you know what I do. Like yeah. I, I, I trade in the market. So I was going to take it as a speculative asset. Like, okay, um, if a lot of people, because at that point I already understood what money is all about. Mm-hmm. The power behind any currency is by the, is the power of the people. Mm-hmm. To understand, right. B- yeah. because the power behind any government is the power of the people, yeah. especially in a democratic system. Yeah. You know, if we are running a dictatorship, then it becomes a different ball game. Yeah. But in a, in a democratic system, the power behind any government is the power of the people. That's right. And if yeah. the people believe that something is has a value, has an intrinsic value, or whatever it is, because people say Bitcoin doesn't have any intrinsic value. Yeah. But if people believe that it does have a value, they're mm-hmm. going to speculate it to the to the moon, mm-hmm. and then. Even if it becomes a bubble that will burst, something of value is going to come out of it. Absolutely. We had a tech bubble. Absolutely. Look at where we are today. Absolutely. So that was why I got into it. But then yeah. as of 2018, 2019, I started reading into this thing. I'm like, wow, this is actually the singular asset that whatever is happening, nobody can confiscate it. Nobody yeah. can take it away from Absolutely. you. Absolutely. If you, if, like, I can, I can literally push in a billion pounds sterling yep. into Bitcoins. Yep. If I know my mnemonic words is on the blockchain, yep. and then I can cross over You don't to, even have to write it on paper. Yeah. You can, all you have to do is just memorize if it. If I can memorize it, yeah. you know, I, can, I can cross over to, to China yeah. and live in China. Yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. China, they ban Bitcoins, but I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. And cross over to Nigeria, my, my native country. Yeah. I can cross over to Ghana. Yeah. I, you know, without the control, without, the, you know, without uh, a third party trying to infringe yeah. some, some sort of right that they think oh, that they have dude, over dude. the value that I've created. That's when I clocked. That, that it's 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 a revolution. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 going to change it's, everything. It's, it's it's not. It's going to change. It's it already changing. changing. Look at El Salvador. <laughs> yeah. Look at El Salvador. You know, it, it's so interesting that you know they have obtained that as a legal tender to start with. We, I mean, this is this. I think this falls under adoption, isn't it? Yeah. Because obviously, El Salvador has um, adopted Bitcoin as, as a, legal a legal tender, tender. Yeah. and um, one of the main things that you would see. <laughs> it's how crazy it is because El Salvador is one of the poorest countries. It used to be. It, it was, I mean, I think it still, it still is, is at the moment. It's probably going to come out of it. You know. Because the, 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 the president is about to, about to issue 500 million bond. Yes. Who's, got, you know, who's not going to buy it? Uh, and, who's uh, not going to buy listen, it? It's going to be oversubscribed. It, it's it's, it's so going to be oversubscribed. Cra- it's so damn crazy because I was actually thinking about adoption. How do people adopt? Because to me... Um, Crypto is that you know it's a bit technical. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm just when I say it's 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 technical to me doesn't mean that I don't understand it. I understand it, but it's technical in the sense that in it's like older generation. Let's say for example, people from 40, 50, you yeah. know, would they have understanding? Would they be able to grasp it? Do you get mm. what I'm saying? So that's how I'm looking at it. As in, when you make it a legal tender, you want to make it available for people, the, the ordinary people, to be able to use it as mm. one one of the forms of currencies. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's how I'm looking at it from that perspective. Mm. I'm looking at it as how quickly can people adopt um, the notion of using Bitcoins or cryptocurrencies as, 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 um, as a currency. Mm. You know, and um, 
So one of the things that I was looking to is how much they charge. You know, because they said most of the money that comes is remittance money. Mm. People that send money from abroad you, to you help mean, the family. You mean money that comes into, that goes into, into El Salvador. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it's so crazy because, um, do you know how much they were charging? $50. They will charge you $50, yeah, yeah, to clear the money. By the time they do all the whole clearance, they will charge you fifty damn dollars. Wow! So if somebody sends you a hundred dollars, guess what? 50 you're getting fifty dollars. This is one of the main um, reasons so this is why some hemorrhage, whatever. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's like okay, you know, you you want to help your people, but you helping your people is like you're losing out half of the money mm. before the, it even reaches the the person's hand. Mm. You come trying to say, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." And this is one of the reasons why he decided that, okay, you know what? This is actually a good time for us to change our game, our gameplay. Look at um, America with all their quantitative easing that they are doing. Mm, you know, printing our money know. out of thin air, mm. always printing our money. You know, you know, and you know, the funny thing about it, this printing thing, like, you know, COVID happened obviously, and mm. twenty trillion was pumped into the market. Yeah, yeah, printed. Yeah, but then. What people, what Americans have not actually clocked in is that they, they, their value creation has been constantly being debased through wars. Yeah. Because each war they have to fund. They, they have fund to print. War. You have to spend money you to have go to, print. to war. You have to print. Afghanistan, Iraq. I mean, let's not go into whether Saddam Hussein supposed to be a, was supposed to be, uh, not Saddam Hussein, um, Osama bin Laden. Yeah. You know, I'm not going into that. You yeah. know, what I'm thinking about is actually spending money yeah. To fund wars. Yeah. You understand? In the last yeah. episode, I was talking about how um, historically it used to be a case of if a country wants to go to war, the government, in the, in the democratic system, by the way, yeah. the government have to, they, they will have to find a way to issue a bond. It's called yeah. a war bond. Yeah. And then the people have to pay for it. Yeah. And then they will then use that money to go to war. Yeah. In that way, if the war continues, because I, I think in Afghanistan, in Afghanistan, they, they, they spent, or rather, they, they were in Afghanistan for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Over 20 So you can imagine how much money in you Afghanistan. have to pump into it. Yeah. So, a lot of people we are looking at inflation, uh, and interest rates. Uh, it, it's, yeah. like, it's like, they are doing something, and by the way, by the way, Federal Reserve is a private entity. Yep. Like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I think it was you that first told me about this. Yeah. Even, even throughout my years in the market, yeah. I, didn't understand, I didn't know that Federal Reserve was actually, like, if you go to, go to look at it from a historical context, I don't, yeah. I don't have anything about private entities, by yeah. the way. I, in fact, yeah. I love but then it's crazy. But just crazy. The kind of power they have. They have, of course. And you everything, know, everything the, the, the country of, wants to do, you have to go through them. Yeah, the kind of power they have. Like, yeah. It's like, when did we, as a, when have we as a society decided to ascribe so much power to, a, know, group of people. to, to a group of people? Yeah. What, is, what the heck they is the going one, on? So, so, so you can imagine, like they're the world running the, the world. Yeah. yeah, they are. They're running the world. Because tell me which country is not backed by dollar. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, so, yeah. In the last episode, I was talking about how you can be in Nigeria... Mm. You uh, uh, or rather, let me use Nigeria as a country, sort of yeah. as an indi- sort of an individual in Nigeria, or yeah. an individual in Ga- or, or a Ghana as a country. Yeah, Ghana has like I don't know what the dollar um, dollar reserve that the Central Bank of Ghana has, yeah. but I know Nigeria has like thirty nine billion. Yeah, so they have thirty nine billion and be fanning themselves. Oh, we have thirty nine billion. Yeah, we are good. The US decides to print one trillion to 
you know, I mean, I think today they even printed, they even announced some sort of monetary this that they're going to use to help Ukraine. And mm-hmm. then, uh, but it's something that has been in the offing for some for some few weeks now, yeah. for some few months now. But then some part of it, they're going to um, take about I think five hundred million or uh, or some or one point something. I'll have to check yeah. to help you know assist with the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Whereas they have a lot of homeless people in, in California. California alone. <laughs> California Go to alone. Detroit. Yeah. Go to Detroit. <laughs> they have a lot of homeless people. But obviously, who am I to judge? I'm from flipping Nigeria. We are a lot of things. There's, no, <laughs> there's no homelessness in Nigeria. Is there homelessness in Nigeria? No, there's actually no homelessness. There's in no Nigeria. exactly. There's Everyone, no homelessness you, in Ghana. You own your land. You own your thing. You own your house. Worst case scenario, you go back to your village. That's what I'm saying. You, you, got, you have land. a home. You have, you have your home. Yeah. Your there's kiss, no homelessness kiss, in Nigeria, your, man. Your you know, we are, I think we was we are telling some people here that people in Africa don't have. There's no like like we don't we can't wrap our heads around the idea of yeah. homelessness because we are originally from Africa. Yeah. Like if I go to the city. And I'm struggling. Yeah. I just go to my village. Yeah. I have a land. I have a, a paternal yeah. home. Yeah. And I'll, say, I'll have a room. I'll have a farm. And yeah. I'll, I'll eat fresh food. You, yeah. like, but obviously, a lot the, the, the um, um, Western media um, propaganda is that everybody in Africa is poor and we don't have anything. But we have homeless people here. Yeah. That's why, you know, initially when I came here, when I moved over to the UK, I, can't, yeah. I, can't, I couldn't wrap my head around someone begging on the streets. Yeah. Like I, we, we have beggars in Nigeria, don't get yeah. me wrong. Especially in the they still cities. have homes. Yeah, but they still have homes. Yeah. But you see homeless people actually sleeping in, in the flipping Outside. winter. Rough sleeping. They call it rough sleeping. Yeah, in the, in the winter. Sofa surfing. In the winter, yeah. on yeah. the streets yeah. of it's, this it's country so, that is so, so cold. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it's you know, so damn crazy. Yeah, but, but that's not... I, I think I, we digress a little bit. Yeah. Where I was going to was... What I was going to talk about was um, the the dollar that we have in the reserve, or most of these countries, smaller countries have in their reserve, mm-hmm. gets immediately debased once That's the, the U.S. decides to fund one other or any other war that they want to fund. Yeah. Now, think about El Salvador. Yeah. El Salvador, their currency was shit. Yes. So they, it was so damn shit that they had to start using, using the U.S. dollars. US dollars. You understand? Yeah. So, but then someone in the U.S. in El Salvador probably does not care about the war in Afghanistan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He probably does not so care. So, it's almost, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but it's almost like you are being part of the war without even you Ex- wanting exa- That's what I'm be, saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly my <laughs> but, point. Yeah. You are part, part of, of the war. Because what? Because we are in the dollar reserve. Yeah. Yeah. And dollar does not have any bottom. Yeah. You know, it's a bottomless pit of. I mean, I would be, I would love someone to print one billion and give it to me. Yeah. I'll probably use it and buy bitcoins. Yeah, <laughs> straight. Yeah, but, straight. But 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 the law doesn't have any bottom. Yeah, you understand. So anybody anywhere would, uh, or rather, the Federal Reserve in cahoots with the U.S. government can print any amount of dollar that they want yeah. and fund anything that they want, yeah. and then someone in Africa will start suffering, and then you yeah. you'll be wondering. So oh, why are these people still still it's, still struggling? It's our part. We don't have we don't have an address system. Yes. This is recently something that we've been doing, but mm. as of maybe five years ago, we didn't have that. So mm. how does someone now, you know, go to the bank and then obtain a loan to start a business? You know, how does that happen? You know, but then with um, bitcoins, you don't need all of those verifications, and I feel like it's a way that um, connects you. Um, as an individual from Ghana to the rest of the world. Mm. It could, you, so you could be doing business with anyone in the world. Mm. It could be from Brazil. It could be from America. Anyone that is interested in your services or your open, product. Open, permissionless, yeah, global there, inclusivity. There is no, there is no limi- limitations. There is no boundaries. 
But where I'm some, sometimes I'm concerned is the adoption. How do we... we because I feel like countries, countries that have got like high inflation, like Argentina, Argentina's inflation is 50% yeah. a year. Uh, do you know how messed up that is? You're talking about Argentina. In, our, in, our, in the last episode, um, I talked about, I think, Venezuela. Yeah. It's like 1,000 something. 1,000 something. <laughs> yeah, I think I wrote it down. Is it 1,000 or 100 or something? So it's, maybe it's I almost missed, like... Maybe I missed a point. And I'm calling it... Yeah, it's 1,198% inflation. Yeah. In, so, in Venezuela. So, so I see, I personally see that <laughs> Venezuela will be the next country that most likely will adapt. You know what's happening now? Funny enough that you said it. So mm. because of the, uh, of the um, uh, fiasco, you know, the political fiasco that's going on with Russia. Yeah. You see how it's affecting fuel prices. Yes. Globally. So recently, the U.S. <laughs> is funny. And I feel like Venezuela is there. The Venezuelan government, obviously, they have their, the U.S., the West, have a figurehead that, mm -hmm. that they put there. And then the Venezuelan people have someone that they elected. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they are, I don't know whether they, are, they have a corrupt system that mm -hmm. elected that person. Are, but, but, but whatever it is, it's, a sovereign, it's supposed to be a sovereign state. Mm -hmm. And you're not supposed to come in and impose your decisions on a sovereign mm -hmm. state. You mm -hmm. know, that's my issue with even this Russia and Ukraine um, thing. Because mm -hmm. why would um, Russia... Being the big, become the big bully. Uh, uh, I know it's deeper than that, but mm -hmm. why would they become the big bully and then try to impose their, uh, try to tell Ukraine what to do? Basically, mm -hmm. obviously they are scared of Ukraine joining NATO and mm -hmm. you know the security implication of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so recently America, the US now said, oh um, Venezuela, if you guys can um, do a certain things, you know, we are will they, they've sanctioned the reason why their inflation is up to die because of the of, of sanctions. Yeah. Even just last month alone, the, the, the high cuts in the UK, I don't know whether it's called high cut. I know I said it like supposed to know. Mm -hmm. But the cuts in the UK, the, one of the major cuts in the UK um, actually ruled that the Venezuelan government can't take their own gold, Venezuelan gold that they are keeping in the UK. That they they won't take it. <laughs> yeah. If I, I wish you could see what I'm doing with my fingers right now. <laughs> they can't take their own gold. This is this is I'm like, what is going on? I read I read this but, on, but, on, on, but you on, see, on FT. You I'm see, like, what when, the when heck you is say, going on? Dude, when you say, yeah, personally, you know, this this is this is me being real to you know to myself. When you say Russia is a bully, personally, I feel like some of these things that the West does is, is what I call bully. Yeah. It's, 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 bully. it's, it's bully. the same thing. It, it, I think what the West does, uh, and which is why, you know, some of us is, is very, especially if you have some sort of moral up, uh, upbringing that is controlling the way you look at things. The way the West does their thing is that it, they, they use hypocrisy, they shroud it in hypocrisy, yeah. and they do it in a way that it's like, it's like when you have a rat that is eating you and then he will blow on it it will eat you, blow on it, so mm -hmm. you don't feel the pinch yeah, while yeah. you're being eaten. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what the West does. This is a typical <laughs> African illustration. There's a way to say it in, in our language. No, but it's, it's true because in Canada, too, we have a way to oh, say it. Really? So when, when a rat is actually biting you, right, they, what they do is they, they nibble, they right, nibble. and then they blow air on wherever they are biting so that you don't feel the pain. Yeah. But then they continuously do it. Exactly. So, that, is, so, that, yeah. is, that is what the West does. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So, 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 sneaky. Yeah, sneaky. But then Russia, we have this, you know, megalomaniac, um, they have this megalomaniac president, yeah. um, Putin, that you can see 
the guy, you know, he's all about power and mm. all of this. So you, immediately you know that the guy is a dictator. Yeah. But the West is like, oh, we are not, we don't, this is democracy, you have your rights. Mm-hmm. But do you actually have your rights? You don't have a right. You don't have any rights. No. He's a pseudo sort of democracy, a mm-hmm. side democracy, if, mm-hmm. if, 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 if I can use that word. Mm-hmm. So, but what I was talking about Venezuela, because we digressed. Venezuela, you know, you said Venezuela might be the country that will adopt Bitcoin. Yeah. I hope so. If they are wise, they should. But what's happening now is that they are lifting sanctions. The West is now lifting sanctions. So the Venezuela can start selling their oil. Yeah. Because they've been pushed due to the whole sanction on Russia. Yeah. We've been pushed to start looking for alternatives. Yes. When I say we, I'm saying we because I we live in the you, West. You, you are just yes. telling me today about you know the the the, 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 the fuel prices, the, the fuel price. We're going yeah, to fill, up. You know, fill your tank. Yeah, yeah. So so you can buy an electric car. But um, see, <laughs> problem solved though. But even electric is going up. Yeah, energy is going, is going up as well. Up. Yeah, energy 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 prices are just going. It should be up. cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, because energy prices are going up, inflation will go up. You know why? Yeah. The gov- almost of these governments are going to force. I'm saying I'm predicting it today. They are going to force to print more money. Yeah. Because then they will create schemes mm-hmm. whereby they can tell you each family will get two hundred dollars. In fact, you know universal basic income. Yeah. You know, um, to Americans that sounds like oh my days. What what they have is that we already have a little bit of it here in the UK. Yeah. It's gonna shoot up more. So how do you think that's gonna be funded? Yeah. You know, taxes are going to go up. You know, but 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 yeah, but yeah. the Venezuela thing that you mentioned, because you mentioned Venezuela adopting bitcoins, it it would make sense for them to adopt something like that. Yeah. Because if they look at, but but is is that is is, but is, is, is they, I think they, I understand they, what you're saying the, though. The problem is that they, 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 you know they they are already not unified. Yeah. Within themselves. Yeah. So they have different different yeah. groups yeah. all vying for the for political power yeah. within the same country mm-hmm. and then the west is now when i say the west i'm, th- I'm not anti west by the way because yeah. sometimes, because i live in the west i love i love every every privilege that we get here yeah. to be honest yeah. i'm not anti west i i call it, I, I you know when i see something i just you have to call it, it out. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, you, have to, you have to be real. Yeah. You have to be so, real to yourself and yeah. say that this is actually wrong. Yeah. Some of the so, things so, they do. So, so it's, like, it's, like, it's like the West are now using the fact that they are not unified to play them, mm-hmm. basically. Divide and conquer, Abi. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which, is what, which is actually, you know, if you look at colonization, that's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly the system. Divide, yeah. divide, divide and conquer. Divide and then start conquering. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. You know? yeah. Um, yeah, but let's not get into that. That's <laughs> 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 a whole conversation that we're going to have. <laughs> you know? yeah. so, so, so they're using it against Venezuela. Because yeah. if Venezuela can, uni- can unify today, yeah. if, the, if all those... Sec- all those people that are vying for political position for the presidency, this president, this president, the one, uh, the one that, that has been chosen by the way, they can invite today and say, our major, our main concern is for the bene- is how can we benefit the lives and you know um, and protect the properties of Venezuelans. Yeah. What they sh- what they will come up with is what what solution can we use? What solution is anti-fragile to some of these things that are happening? This, this and is, that solution this is, will become bitcoins. This is, this, is a, this is exactly the problem that um, El Salvador is having, right? So El Salvador has taken a bold step to adopt Bitcoin as their legal tender. However, the public this we are talking about adoption. Mm. Um, the public can't really understand the step that they've taken. And to, to the public, what the, the step that he's taken is a dangerous step. It's a slippery slope. Do you get what I'm trying to say? 
Why? Because of lack of understanding. Mm. Lack of this is the problem. So when so you they, said they, they need the something like sens- sensitizations and all of that. Yeah, because when you said some, when you you mentioned one key thing about Venezuela, the division that um, is amongst the people. You know, the problem you have with the division is that now if you bring something like Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, yeah, they are they're already fragile. You know, the relationships exactly. are already fragile. It will be too much for them to be able to... They need to kind of, like, unite first, like like what you just said, like, kind of, like, unite first before you can introduce it, an, an idea like this. Because El Salvador, they've had riots. They've had... They are going through their, their own trial, mm. basically, you know, in adoption, because people don't understand how Bitcoin works. You know, um, I watched one documentary. Um, the documentary that I watched, this woman was selling um, juice, you know, like homemade juice, mm. and she was selling fresh juice, juice and everything, fresh juice, basically. And um, she takes both the dollars, and she also takes Bitcoin. bitcoins, which I thought like it was fantastic, yeah. you know. But then they ask her, "Okay, you taking bitcoins? Has it been easy for you to, you know, adopt bitcoins?" She said she struggled with it. It took her a while. It, she had to use like some of her um, like younger younger generation to kind of like help her to understand it. Mm. But also apart from that as well, the obviously the volatility of, you know, Bitcoins as well, going up and going down, mm. you know, sometimes affects her, mm. you know. But she would always take Bitcoins because she's now understanding that it's not something that you would spend immediately, mm. but it's something it's, that it's, you would it's, spend it's the ultimate store of value. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So but it's the adoption of it. You know, I'm always Okay, when you look at a country, you need to look at, okay, what's the youngest population? What are the middle age, And what are the oldest? In Nigeria, for example, you have a, a, a massive young generation mm, who would yeah. understand immediately, okay, this is Bitcoin. In fact, now they're already using Bitcoins. Yeah, and that's, what, that's why a lot of, um, if, you look at the, if you look at the numbers, I think Nigeria is like maybe the third or you know, highest number of Bitcoins, yeah. something, something in, in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, and when you go on on on, on <laughs> when you go on, on Twitter, a lot of people are like, "No, it's not possible. How is it possible?" Yeah. You know, but they don't understand that, and it shows you how how early we are. Yeah. Because a lot of people down Twitter are saying, "How can you know?" When you look at the fact that the minimum wage in Nigeria is thirty thousand naira, yeah, which is what in pounds, maybe fifty. Pounds. How much? Thirty thirty thousand naira. Yeah, thirty thousand naira. Hey, Jesus, yeah, that's the minimum Lord. wage in Nigeria. So it's you know. Um, obviously, if you if you have like a good tech job, or if you're working in the bank, you probably earn more than that. Yeah. But that's the min- that's the government minimum wage. That, that, that's still like maybe three hundred pounds. No, ten thousand. Ten thousand is not ten thousand. Naira is not three hundred pounds. Wait, sorry. Do you say ten thousand or thirty thousand? No, thirty thousand. Yeah. So how, ma- how much? How much? That's about much that's about maybe sixty pounds. Sixty pounds a, a month. month. You understand? Yeah. That's the minimum wage. So 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 people are trying to correlate it to. How can Nigerians own bitcoins? Yeah, but then the point is, some some very young people understand that you don't need to own one bitcoin. Yeah, you don't need to own two. You don't need to own zero point five. You can own zero point zero 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 five bitcoins. Own something. Own something. Own something. And yeah. it's yours, and you can yeah. move it around, and you can do a lot of things. But going back to the adoption um, conversation that we are having, I think I said it in the last distance. I think what needs to start happening is merchants, businesses. There needs to be like a rapid. A rapid process that would enable or people will start people need to start building platforms that will enable businesses to start accepting bitcoins as payment like what they do what they've done in fact we can you can just go copy the El Salvador playbook you know mm-hmm. so I've seen Kivo or Chivo depending on you know whether you want to you are British or American yeah Kivo or Chivo the the, the official wallet they're using in El Salvador I think it's yeah. owned by the government yes but I would I'm looking for a way that 
the these platforms are not owned by the government. Platforms yes. created by the, by the people yeah. that allows people to make payment via the Lightning Network. Because yeah. one of the main one of the major things when I, when I speak to that, this guy that I was speaking to, I think you know him. He's yeah. worth like twenty million dollars. Yeah, you know the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was speaking to him about bitcoins. He's, he's like he's too slow for transaction. Yeah, it takes one hour if I can get my money. Yeah, you know, and and I, I, I don't really know. Yeah, because he, he's still looking trust. at the he's still looking at the old Bitcoin uh, method where it is about seven um, seven transaction per second. Yes, but now on the Lightning Network, it's it's, it's seconds. Different. You know, it's, different. It's, it's fast. It's That's fast, why it's called it's the Lightning faster, Network. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so I because because he owns. Um, uh, I don't want to because my talk I probably will disclose who this person is, but. Yeah, he owns this platform that you can sell things. I was like, you know, you can you, you take you take payments online. So yeah. I'm not saying stop taking normal fiat payments mm-hmm. online, but just add, add the lightning thing yeah. on there. You know, it is the future. It's like he doesn't understand. So I had to explain to him that this thing is fast. Yeah. It's weaker, it's better, and you are earning bitcoins. Yeah. And there's gonna be a lot of people in the Bitcoin community that are just gonna start patronizing your business yeah. just because of the fact. You know, yeah. like the Bitcoin community is very welcoming. Apart from, you know, when you have the maximalists that believe that there's nothing, no other crypto that can exist apart yeah. from Bitcoin. Uh, it's debatable. But yeah. a- apart from those people, most people in the in the community are very welcoming. Yeah. They will just and they're buy, very supportive. Yeah, that was it. They will just they're buy something just because yeah. you're using Lightning Network, just yeah. to support you, you know, yeah. to encourage you to keep on, you know. So I think we need something like, we need something, we need something like that. We need more of that. We need like a loan system on the Lightning Network, yeah. that will get someone like him to say, okay, um, you've created this amount of value in Bitcoins. You now have like five Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. You can use it as collateral. We have something, we have things like that now, mm-hmm. but it's kind of complicated. Um, you, you need to kind of understand tokenomics and then understand you, economics so and then understand how DeFi works exactly. to understand how... Remember, you are, remember the conversation that you and I were having. How can we simplify this thing? That's what I'm saying. So do you remember when we were in the living room uh, before we came into this beautiful humble studio, you know, <laughs> humble studio. <laughs> you know, before, you know, that that's exactly the same thing I was saying is that, you know, Bitcoins, um, to, to me, I understand it because obviously I've, I've dealt with it. I've, I've been making transactions with it, you know, so I, I have a very good feel of it. Don't, don't, don't let the HMRC hear that you're making transactions uh, with it. You know, hey, come for your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much money are you pushing through Bitcoins? But, but it's true, but, yeah. you know, it, but to the average person, to the average person, bearing in mind that the average person still doesn't even know how the fiat currency even works. Yeah. This is the average person, you know, and then talk less of cryptocurrencies. The younger generations will grasp it like that because they are tech savvy already to start with. But then we're talking about people that have, I always think, like exactly going back to the point that I'm saying, um, the point that I was making before, when you look at a country and you look at how quick they can adopt a new technology, you would have to look at the youngest generation, the middle age, and then the elderly generation, and then see. If you have too much of an elderly generation, it becomes difficult to put in a new technology Mm. because they take longer to understand it. Mm. But then when you look at a younger generation and you say, okay, you know what, maybe 40% of the country, a younger generation between the age of 18 to 30. Yeah younger generation, it's easier to push new technology because they already have a very good sense they'll of... They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So that's one of the main things. Because, because the, the older you get, the more you become conservative yeah. in, in your thinking, with your thinking, and then you're like, uh, you have something that's working for years. Why should, why, why why should you it? change it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And sometimes what I get worried about, I get worried about the fact of um, 
developing countries, their perception, you know, their perception of um, they have to see, they have to see, let's say, for example, maybe if a government wants to do something like something that has to do more soft, like software orientated, mm. right? Developing countries, a lot of them, the people, the masses will not really see what's going on. And to them, the government is not doing anything. Mm. Or the leaders are not doing anything because to them, what they, they need to see the it's real the manifestation. Stuff. They need to see the physical stuff. They need to see the houses. They need to see the hospitals. They need to see that the before they can say the roads, before they can say, oh, this government has done well. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it, I, I am so desperate. Do you know how many times I go to, I go on, on, online and I, I check which African country is adopting um, Bitcoin as a legal tender? Because um, I just want one country to say, we are doing it. So that, because I know when one, one country says it, a lot of other countries will, will start adopting it. Just the same way, I feel like because El Salvador has now adopted Bitcoin, I feel like a lot of um, Latin, uh, Latin American, American countries, countries yeah. will start adopting it and they'll be like, okay, you know what? If they've been able to take the steps and they've already, they already have like a blueprint mm. as to um, co companies, every company must adopt Bitcoin. Do you mm. know what I mean? But then it's a, it's a legal tender. If it's a legal tender, like if you're doing business, yeah, like you have you to are, do it. You should be willing you to accept. To it. It's like going then, to buy a house in a country that has a legal tender as Bitcoin. You can just use Bitcoin to pay for the house. Yeah, but then the, and the, the, the idea is that they're not enforcing it on them. Yeah. What they're saying is, okay, you can use this. You can also take yeah. your fiat currencies. Your and if you have any issues, we can facilitate and help you out. Mm. You know, and I like that. I like that idea because it's not like, okay, yes, by force you must take it. But, by but force this you is must where, where I have a problem is that mm. the, the Kivo, I, I, I know there might be other wallets. Well, because it's centralized. It's owned by the government. Yeah. You know, I, I always have a problem. It's a good like, start. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I've been thinking, am I really, because I kind of, I support some some level of anarchy yeah. in, in a way, yeah. and then at the same time, I don't support some level of anarchy. So, but yeah. I'm gonna figure out what I am. But yeah. but the main thing I'm trying to talk about is like I'm, I don't like the idea of having like a government controlling I, I, something like that. I because yeah, because because the the whole idea behind bitcoins is yes, you can see all the is transparent. Yeah, but at the same time. Nobody's going to be able to confiscate because imagine if if if, Kifo, can I, can if, I say if, if you have a problem, can I say something you problem, before you, you move on? Yeah. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. When we when you have one tech, yeah, do you know what normally happens? You would have one person that would make one tech. Like for example, Samsung will make a phone, right? They make a phone. They are they are, they are the only ones that have that smartphone, and then everybody buys it out of them. And then somebody else will wake up one day and say, "No, I want to make. I'm going to create a phone." so that somebody else can use, and I'm going to create mine differently. And that's what's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. That I, like that I know that um, Chivo is centralized, but I like the fact that, okay, it's a start. Mm. It's a starting point. It's owned by the government. But give it about two years or less, and you'll see that I think they, they also have um, another company called Strike. Yeah, Strike. Yeah, Strike is there Jack as well. Mallers, you know, the guy is doing real great, man, for the Bitcoin community. The guy is changing a lot of things. Like that guy is brilliant. Do you come to say? He's so, brilliant. This so, is this is this is the guy who I want to be when I get younger. Yeah, he's younger than me, man. Yeah, yeah, but he's doing great. But yeah, I think but, but do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, give it a bit of time, and then you would have other companies springing up because yeah. they would have they would have adopted it. Yeah, you've just said this as if you you've forgotten that government has power to, you know, it's like the government has liberty to use um, um, violence, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, if the government wants to impose something, especially in that kind of country, mm. if, if the government wants to impose and say, uh, 
I'm not talking about Bukelele. I think that's the name of their president. I'm not talking about him. Imagine yeah. change of regime, change of government. Yeah. You have that's when it becomes dangerous. You, you have you have the you have the um, the pharaoh that does not know Joseph. Is that how you say? Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> you, get, <laughs> you get the pharaoh yes. that does not know Joseph, and yeah. then you'll be like, uh, okay, you guys have been using this. You know, it's kind of it's kind of okay. Um, you know what? We only want Kivo because it's owned by the government. Because then. If you have a problem with the government, the government will just close you out, lock you out of the account. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. By the way, I've not used Kivo or Chivo. Yeah. I've not used that wallet. So yeah. I, then I, I need to know whether I, it's custodial or non-custodial. Yeah. On that thing. Bec- yeah, because I need to find out. They say, they say they say basically what happens is, is it whatever money that is sent, it would go straight to the government and the government will distribute that into your wallet. Ah. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, it's more central than yeah. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Is it what's but, guys, guys, this is what I heard. Maybe it might be a misinterpretation. So misinterpretation, it, yeah. Yeah, it could be a misinterpretation. So if anything, just give us a shout. Let yeah. us know. Send us an email if, yeah. we, if you listen to this and some of the things that we are saying, you, you, know, know. You, you, you know, you know better than we do. You just send us an email. We can even invite you to come and, you know, arrange pill our guys. Yeah. Our, our, our audience. <laughs> yeah, because um, for what I heard, it's very centralized. This is why it makes it scary. It's exactly with some of the concerns that you, you just raised, you know, the fellow that didn't know Joseph. Mm. You know, it, it could be that, you know, you'd have an, an ex-president who say, okay, you know what? Because if everything is actually coming through us and then we are the ones separating them and then we say, ah, this guy, they'll do what they did, they did to Russian. You yeah, know, that's cut, what I'm saying. Cut down your supply. That's what I'm and saying. They lock Russia out of... Imagine the SWIFT system because that's, what, that's exactly what it is. It's like a pseudo SWIFT, a smaller version of SWIFT mm-hmm. system on Bitcoin. That's what they built in mm-hmm. El Salvador. If what you're saying, if everything that you're saying are right, yeah. um, then it's similar to the SWIFT system. So imagine what they did to Russia on the SWIFT system. Yeah, and, and then they, they do, say like, they yeah, do, you yeah. Guys, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Over. Over my muscle. You can't do anything. Yeah, yeah you can't and do then, anything. And then, and then you're immobilized. Yeah. Um, but because, you know, because right now, I think um, earlier this year, the IMF, you know, the IMF gives all these countries loans and all of that. The IMF told yeah. El Salvador that they, made a bit, they didn't do the right thing by adopting Bitcoins as a legal tender. They should get out of the Bitcoin thing and go yeah. back to and I'm like, obviously, the president said, F you, IMF. Yeah. Which we all, you know, we all cheered him on. Yeah. Um, on, on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I was like, wow. So imagine a scenario whereby um, the US wants to maintain the status quo of the dollar being a reserve. Mm-hmm. They are fighting so much to maintain the status quo. Yeah. What if they start using the IMF? What if, let me not something stop saying the US, the West. Mm-hmm. What if they start using the IMF as, the IMF as a tool? They will. They did understand. Uh, I, would, I would always, I think I'm using El Salvador as, as a prime example because they are the only ones that have Adopted done it. Sense, yeah. right? So we can actually see how the world is reacting towards their decision. Mm. Do you know the amount of threats they've had? Mm. You know, I heard it. They, I heard they've it. had so many threats by the US, like every, every major institution you know, frowns upon it because why? Because they're all dollar-backed. Mm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The fear of... <laughs> do you, it's like sometimes they it's, look at it, I, as, I a, it as a fire. Yeah. It's a little spark of fire, mm. but which can actually go... Conflagrate. Yeah. It can, it can literally, like, set everything ablaze. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Imagine if right now... Look at US. Right now, US, they control major, um, uh, major countries in... Um, Latin America, mm. a lot of this country, Cuba and other kind of things, they all have their hand in something. Mm. Do you get what I'm say? Mm. But the day that Cuba will wake up and say, ah, me too, I'm going. And then this, this, and then everybody. Oh. And then what's happening to the US dollars? Mm. What's happening to the US dollars? Mm. Remember, when we start using, like for example, um, 
as a matter, they had their own currency, but due to all this war and all that kind of things mm. that they've gone through, it debased their the, the, the currency. People stop using it. Mm. When you start, there's, there's when no you stop trust. using, there's um, no, there was no trust in no that currency, so they decided to adopt the US dollars, and yeah. now there's no trust in the US dollars, yeah. and that they, they've gone to bitcoins, yeah. which is trustless. Do, 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 that's that's the thing, and that's that's where the fears are. Like, okay. One, do you know what it means for a country to adopt it? There's a difference between people adopting bitcoins in a country, but for a country to for a country to legally make it a legal tender, mm. it's a whole new ball game. Do you get what I'm trying to say? When people adopt it, it's fine. I, I, in fact, I feel like adoption happens in three you know, ways. Yeah, I think I was telling um, Enoch, um, yeah. our, 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 the other co-host, that yeah. I think there's no there's no there's no longer. I'm just trying to say something about what you said about when people adopt it because yeah. I feel like. I'm on the Bitcoin standard. Yeah. To, you know, when I say I'm not rich, it's because I don't have enough Bitcoins. It's not yeah. because I don't have enough pounds sterling. <laughs> you don't dollars. have enough Bitcoin assets. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, why, that's why. So, so, yeah. so I get what you're saying because, um, you know, I live in the UK. We don't, Bitcoin is not a legal tender in the, in the UK. Yeah. But, then it, but for me, I'm on the Bitcoin standard. Yeah. You know, and for you, most likely very soon you'll be on the Bitcoin standard. So yeah. you're looking at yourself, ah, how many Bitcoins do I have? Me, me, because listen. then you start calculating things. Oh, I want to buy a car. It's 30,000 pounds. How much is this in Bitcoin? Yeah. Is it worth it to actually buy exactly. this car? <laughs> exactly. And then, uh, you, you know, because, man, me, I've adopted it. And there's a lot of young people that have adopted this Bitcoin. I'm telling you, it's going rampage. That's why I keep like um, egging everybody on, like jump on these boats, you know, because it, it would be like an opportunity that um, came and a lot of people didn't understand it, mm. you know, and then poof, mm. it's too late. It becomes a norm. Because once it becomes a norm, you can still make money, but it will not be as profitable as it is now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Look I, at Bitcoin, how, how rapid Bitcoin was growing. You know, um, it would make like, sometimes it would make, before, in the early stages, it would make like 300%, 400%, 500%, 600%, right? But as it's growing, the more we are buying Bitcoins, the it's slowing down, mm. slowing down, slowing down. And that's what... It, so the opportunities are there, but then they are limited compared mm. to before. Yeah, when people that, were buying Bitcoins for um, a, a grand. Yeah. Even you know. a grand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the time that we... That I, got, I jumped into it was like 3K-ish, 5K-ish. Yeah. 3K, 5K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, but you jumped in. Look at Bitcoin now. Yeah. It's in true. the space of how long? Yeah. Four years. Four, four years. Four, four years, three years. So think about it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, so people should, I, I feel like... If it's, you, a no if, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. You yourself, you don't trust the system. You complain about the system every single day. Oh, um, inflation is going up. So the, you need to get up and say, okay, if I'm having this problem every single time, what is it that I can do to relieve myself from these problems? And the only solution I can think of, maybe if you have another solution, again, write us an email, and then we might invite you to the... Uh, but this is the only thing I can think about to solve the problem, your yeah. immediate problems, yeah. and your long-term, you know, you know, invest in your cryptos, take an interest in it, read about it, you know, and, and I think ask. also, talking about adoption, I think adoption would actually accelerate if people start learning, if more learning, because the, the, I think even, I think Bitcoins, I think we should have like tokenomics as a course in universities that, yeah. is, that is outside of economics that we, because the economics that we have, we have been taught in, in school, yeah. in schools, especially here in the West, yeah. is more of, you know, MMT-backed kind of economics. And yeah. then it's like, for whatever reasons, nobody, people are not being taught Australian economics, which yeah. I, I'm not going to get into it on, on this episode. 
Yeah. But um, we need to have something like tokenomics that is seeped and dipped in Austrian economics. Yeah. And it should be like a course on its own that yeah. can be taught in schools and I, 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 and even start, be, start teaching people from a very young age yeah. to start understanding this. Because the reason why we are having all of these things is because when someone controls the money, yeah. they can control you. Yes, absolutely. This is, this is it's the, simple. It's very simple. It's simple. Control it's the simple. money, control the people yeah. that use the money. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going on. And it's I don't have anything against the West, but let's, let's, let's call it spade a spade. Yeah. They've, they've inflated, used inflation to mess up everything, and yeah. they can't actually, it's gone out of control. Mate, they've used inflation to keep countries poor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, look, we all know it's money that make, make the world go round. We mm-hmm. all know that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And when you keep um, countries poor, like um, South American countries, African countries, mm. because they're all dollar-backed, and, you know, you make decisions, and you're not even considering, well, okay, this decision I'm making, the money that I'm printing, okay, how many people am I actually impoverishing? Because mm. that's what you're doing. You're making no, people poorer. You know, the thing is, the thing is this, when you, it's, a, it's actually a very, like, it's a very bad aspect of human nature. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not feeling, if you, if you don't have a direct direct if you're not directly plugged in into this into the problem if you're mm-hmm. not directly feeling the pinch of the problem you don't care you don't care yeah you understand because you can sit on your ivory towers in mm-hmm. the u.s and then print whatever money and speak big grammar about mm-hmm. inflation about mm-hmm. about the economics uh, the economy about you know um, your privileges yeah but then you don't actually feel the pinch of someone in ghana yeah. in nigeria yeah. in in El Salvador, yeah. you know. Because you don't even want to see them on, on your own TV. You don't even want to see them. Yeah. You don't want to see them on yeah. your own TV. So, so people don't know. A lot of people don't know, you know, you know the implication yeah. of all, all of these things. It's but then right. even here, yeah. even here, it's, it gets, even here in the West, it gets harder to actually, you know, be able to uplift your own family. Yeah. You know, we all, we all have dreams of, you know, how uplifting our family. If, we used, if, if our dads used to, um, do a lot of things. How can we ten exit? Yeah. You know, as you know, yeah. uh, because we are, we, you know, we are the off, offspring. Yeah. And how can how can we sell in foundation for our own children? Yeah. That, that, those things are our dreams. Yeah. But it gets harder, harder it, every it, single year. Definitely, definitely. Look, look at okay. For example, yeah. If you want to, if you want to be a self starter, it's possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I think it's possible. Um, but look at fuel that is going up right now. So to be a self-starter, basically what you're saying is that you need to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be sovereign on your own. Have your, have money coming in that you know you can maintain, especially when you have a family. But when you don't have a family, you're dependent on the job. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You are 100% dependent on the job because you know once they cut you off that source, how else are you going to survive? As a, uh, so this country actually makes you a slave. Mm. Do you know what I mean? In this country, you're a slave. You have a national insurance number. That's your slave number. You know? Ah, <laughs> I've not looked at it that way. You know? <laughs> that's so, true. That's your slave number, you know? Yeah, and, then, and then when you start making money and then you cross the 50,000 barrier, then they send you back down and they say, ah, okay, we'll, take, we'll tax you 40%. Yeah. Send you back to this, you know? They don't want you to escape, you know? Mm. Because when you work, you benefit the rich. When you're a self-starter, you don't benefit the rich. The taxes... Is it not the richest, the, the, the rich men and the rich people that are able to like avoid certain mm. taxes? The, are they not the ones that get tax breaks? It, it, you, know? I, you know, I, I was watching um, um, something recently, Dope Seek on Disney Plus. 
Yeah. Is this show about how um, the Sackler family in the U.S. Um, under their through their company called the um, called Purdue, Purdue mm. Pharmaceuticals, how they they inf- infiltrated the the market or rather the society with this their drug? Um, what is it called again? Um, Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Okay. Oxycontin um, is an opioid. Okay. Understand? And then it caused a lot of problem. You know, in the society, obviously, people got addicted, people mm-hmm. died, people lost their loved ones. But that's not my point. My point is, I, I, after, after what I was watching, I was like, this, this is so bizarre. Like how, like, how did they allow this thing to happen? Mm-hmm. Throughout the whole thing, obviously, it's a, it, they probably um, find a way to fictionalize a lot of the things that happen. But I don't think they fictionalize it because I read some of the historical context to it. Mm-hmm. Like, this actually happened. Throughout the process, you have people in the government that have been lobbied. Mm-hmm. So, through the f- that family is being lobby, mm-hmm. you know, is lobbying, you know, people that are working in cahoots with this family to mm-hmm. actually keep pushing this drug, mm-hmm. and they will find smart ways mm-hmm. to, to 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 sell the idea or smart ways to you know wiggle around um, FDA rules. Mm-hmm. You understand? And then at the end of the whole thing, mm-hmm. at the end of the whole thing, mm-hmm. this the, this family is worth like thirteen billion, or was worth like thirteen billion. Mm-hmm. They were sanctioned. They were they were told to pay four point something billion. None of them went to jail. Yeah. So why why should they? None of them went to jail. So, so basically, what, my point. You. The reason I say that is, if you can get if that it, what you're saying, you know, with what you're saying, mm-hmm. it, it, it does mean that there will there will be a point of you know because talking about rich people how again you're getting rich. I I love the idea of capitalism. I want people to Absolutely. get if you create value, get paid for it, yeah. get flipping rich. Yeah. I want you to get rich. Absolutely. But then, I believe in that too. Yeah. But then. It, 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 what we've noticed is that there's a there, there's a point where you get to there's a how rich you get to mm-hmm. you're above the law yes. nothing will happen to you yeah you know you even have immunity if you, it, yeah even yeah. if the worst thing that will happen to you is if your company does something you get bailed out yeah you know look at look at 2008 yeah 2008 the, the mortgage crisis in the US yeah most of them got bailed out by the government by the government yeah everything anything that happens they got bailed out how yeah. does that bailout happen yeah. they print more money and, yeah. and who gets Who's affected office? the middle class yeah <laughs> and the, the people that are not yet rich poor. yeah they are the ones that suffers because they are the ones that pay even the higher, higher, higher yeah. number of taxes. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get into taxes. You know, because, because that's, this is also one of the, the, the main reasons why I feel like people should actually jump on Bitcoin. Um, when, when there's an inflation in the country, it's generally not the poor people that actually benefit from it. It is the rich people that benefit from it. Yeah. Do you know why? The asset goes up. Yeah. And when the asset goes up... These people are the ones can, that always own, own the asset anyway. They are the ones that with. own the assets. Yeah. And you can't afford the asset. Why? Because your pay is still the same. You know, your pay doesn't change, but yet the asset has gone up. This inflation has gone up 4.9%. That's gone has, up. Has your pay gone up? Has your by, pay gone up? By 4.9%. Nope. By the way, talking about inflation, it's not even, because in the UK, the, the, the figure that they've released was yeah. like, I think they said it's 5.7 recently. Ah. But to be honest, what we, what, what, where, where the inflation is hidden, where the real number, the inflation number is hidden, is yeah. in asset prices. Yeah. That's where you can, if you want to quantify how high, of inflation that we've had. Look at what, what, what do people want to buy? Mm-hmm. What, what are their aspirations? What people want to buy? People want to buy expensive houses. Yeah. Like, okay, given. People would like to buy... So they uh, hide the inflations in those... In those things. Assets. But then they tell you, oh, just look at CPI as a yeah. round number. And then when you break down what, what you have in the CPI, yes, you have um, a couple of things in the CPI that actually shows um, inflation, um, whatever. But what are, what are rich people buying? They are buying yachts. 
Mm-hmm. You know, can you buy a yacht? Can you <laughs> buy the small one? Like, if you can't buy those things, then you, you, you get because those yeah. are those are aspirations. Yeah. Those are those are aspirations. Yeah. Can you buy Can you buy a Van Gogh? Yeah. Even, if, even even when it comes, see when this is how sometimes yeah it's like and and the, and, the, and, the, and then, I, yeah go on sorry. So sometimes yeah, when I look at this whole thing, I'm like, listen, if you don't get educated, right? And I'm not talking about the main school system. Right, yeah. I'm talking about um, educating yourself, really understanding how money works. You know, people are getting trapped into this thing they call mortgages. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. If you don't get educated enough to really understand, okay, what you're 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 you're, you're putting yourself into, you know, getting trapped into mortgages that last thirty years. Do you know what it means to to own a loan that lasts half of your years? I think I, I have something to add to that because um, recently I feel like, um, or rather, I think I told you about this in, uh, earlier yeah. today. I told you that I believe that bitcoins and crypto is going to change the game, the mortgage game, the way we look mm. at it. It's going to change. The what way do you think is going to happen? Just a quick uh, one before we summarize. Yeah, I think we're going to have, it's going to, um, the, the whole wealth management system is going to get commoditized. Yeah. But then um, on, the Bitcoins, on the Bitcoin side, what we're going to see is people are going to be able to leverage their Bitcoin position mm-hmm. and use it to buy houses. So essentially... As a collateral. As a collateral. Okay. So I heard, some, I heard someone that was talking about, I think he's the owner of Abra, one of the found, co-founders of Abra, mm-hmm. was talking about how um, they are building something that... Um, if you give them your bitcoins, they can give you ten percent worth of your bitcoins and in perpetuity at zero percent. Fantastic. You understand? So, yeah. so think about a situation whereby you can go to your bank because these um, these banks, these dinosaurs, they are probably not gonna be changing that fast. So, what would happen? It would be advisable to them to change. You know, it would be wise for something like Barclays to wake up. But when you speak, to, that's how early when you speak to people that work in the bank, mm-hmm. the way they see crypto, they see it as ah. Criminals, you yeah. know, um, yeah. this is rubbish. Yeah, yeah. They, so, so, but then they demonize it. They, yeah, they criminalize it, demonize it. Yeah, you know. So, so, but then we're going to have a situation whereby you can go to them and say you want to buy a five hundred thousand pounds house. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can go to them and put down. Um, say you have twenty thousand, mm-hmm. twenty thousand or twenty five thousand pounds mm-hmm. that you want to use as a deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can you and and also say that you have like. Give or take eleven bitcoins. Say that yeah. you have ten bitcoins yeah. already. So you can go to your go to your go on some of these platforms, mm-hmm. yeah, and then use your bitcoin as collateral, mm-hmm. and then they will loan you the money. They will loan you the money, yeah. but then you you will use the twenty twenty five thousand as deposit mm-hmm. for your house. Mm-hmm. Now the bitcoin, whatever what that money that they've loaned you, the ten percent that they've loaned you, because it's zero percent. By the way, this is zero percent interest mm-hmm. that they're going to give you that loan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we we can start looking into the TVL and all of that, mm-hmm. but that's a topic for another day's conversation. Yeah. That money that they've loaned you, mm-hmm. you can then use it to be paying for your mortgage. So essentially, Bitcoin is paying for your mortgage. Mm-hmm. And whatever else you are making, mm-hmm. you know, you can channel it into other things. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a plus. plus yeah. So you're not going to be, because most of the times people get a mortgage, you're paying like 1,700, 2,000 pounds. Instead of average. you being impoverished, you're being enriched. Exactly. And that's because of Bitcoin. That's, yeah. a, that's the kind of adoption that we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. You understand? So the big, this stuff will be paying, and this is in perpetuity. Wow. You know, and then you have a mortgage that is. 30, and then, and then Bitcoin is an asset that on average goes up by 95% every year. Yeah. Obviously, we have years because I'm doing an average. So yes. you have years that it doesn't go up, and then you have years that have gone up like 200%, mm-hmm. 600%, mm-hmm. 300%. Mm-hmm. 
So when you average it out, you are getting some. So even if it's even if it's by fifty percent a year that it goes mm-hmm. up, it's still a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's still a lot. And the money then, has and doubled. Yeah. You, oh my God. People listen, listen, still don't understand listen, it. Listen, people. Pe- and look, the reason why he's doing that is because me, it's too me, early. I, I think. It's I think. Very I, early. think I think what it is, yeah. People need to understand the different the um, the the difference between inflation and deflationary. Yeah. I think that's what it is. People really need to understand that. When you have fiat currencies, you're losing out money. You put it in your bank, you're losing money. This is what we are saying. In the simple term, the most simplest term is when you keep your money in the bank, you're losing money through inflation. You know, Bitcoin is deflationary. So imagine you actually, um, for example, the money um, 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 taking out a loan, mm-hmm. right? You know what's happening? Because the value of your cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, is going up, right? Automatically, your, your loan is reducing yeah. by default. Yeah. Your, that, your, that, you, 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 your loan becomes free, it becomes, uh, yeah. essentially. Because it's, it's paying for itself. Zero, zero percent, yeah. you know? And obviously, this is, a, this is we're pegging it at 10%. So just yeah. if you're going more than 10%, probably there will be some arrangement that needs to be made. Yeah. But it's already 0%. And then you have this thing that goes up by more than 50% every year yeah. that pays for the loan. Yeah. What else? Is it no brainer? What, what, what else do <laughs> you want me to say? <laughs> so, Peoples, mm-hmm. what else do you want me to say? If by now you're not sold by us, the gods... <laughs> Somebody's gonna come to us and say, What the F is wrong with you guys? <laughs> come yeah. on, jump on it, jump on it. But we are really eager to know what your views are. Yeah, so awesome. yeah, I'll be, I'll be expecting to get some emails, you know. Um, but remember, guys, what we normally say um, Bitcoin does not care who you are, where you are from, your mm-hmm. age, your color, what you eat, or your political views. Thank you guys for listening. And this is the first time we have Mackenzie here. Mackenzie, what do you have to tell our audience to, to run everything up? All I got to say is buy Bitcoin and say peace. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> have a pleasant weekend. Bye.